Happiness is something you can start right now. You can be happy right now. How do you do this? Let's dive in today. So I've really been spending an awful lot of time in the last couple of years really trying to build myself up and feel as positive as possible because I had some real low points. And what I started to do was really listen to what was said on my podcast, read what was being said in my books, observe people who were feeling really good and then start taking actions. And that's when I really start to learn what makes me feel good. Now, it's important to note, first of all, that you're not going to be happy 100% of the time. There's no human on this planet who has 100% positive thoughts in their head. And when we're really down, we see these happy people and we think, oh, they're always happy, but they're not always happy. They just have mechanisms, habits and actions in place to help them to feel better from when they're feeling really low. Before I go into all the tips, it's actually really important to note that you can't think yourself into being happy. You can't override your brain by just trying to think it through you have to actually do it so rather than saying how to be happy it's probably how to do happy because you've got a brain and I've talked about this previously but you've got well you've got a brain hopefully you knew that but you've got a limbic part in your brain that is looking out for survival purely looking out for survival it does not care about being happy it is looking at all the dangers around you but therefore, it is your responsibility to try and make you happy from taking actions on, on yourself to overcome that. And these are some of the tips I'm now going to go into. So tip number one, it's okay not to be okay. And I say this in line with Mental Health Awareness Month, of course. But like I said, you're not always going to be happy all the time. There's going to be down moments. So what's really important is to acknowledge those feelings, not run away from them. And I've tried to push away things, but they only come back even harder when I felt really, really down and things come back. What you've got to do is you've got to talk to people or you've got to journal. Journaling to yourself can be like being your own therapist. Writing yourself a question and answer is the most effective way I find from journaling because you're making sense of what's going on in your head and it could be an absolute torture machine, your head at times. And when you get it out from your head onto paper, you can really understand what you're feeling. And actually when you write it down, half the time you realize all these negative thoughts are not as dramatic as you think. So therefore journaling and getting the information out of your head can be a really good thing to do. And that's an action in itself, actually allowing yourself to talk and journal and get things out of your head. So tip number two, being content with what you have now. Now, this has been a challenge for me in particular when I've always thought, right, I'm going to be happy when I've done this, when I've accomplished this. But what you're doing is moving away from the present moment, which is the best place to be for one, your happiness, but also your productivity. And just practicing gratitude, which is an action itself, can help you become happier. Because in the future, you have no control of that. In the past, it's happened. What you do have control of is your present. So thinking about what is good in your life. So it could be anything small, such as waking up in the morning, a beautiful view, your favourite movie was on TV last night. You can hear the birds singing. OK, I'm going a bit dramatic, but it could be anything. 
anything and then just writing it down or noting it mentally, just saying or saying it to yourself. When you constantly practice gratitude and being content with what you are, have now or who you are now, that's going to make you become happier. And I do this three times a day in my morning routine, my midday routine and my evening routine. Just take a minute, a minute. So that's three minutes a day on what I'm grateful for. And that's just training my brain constantly. Oh, there is this, this, this and this good in your life rather than thinking, oh, I'm not as good a speaker, an author or a coach as I'd like to be comparing myself to others. I'm content with what I have now. And that's one way I've become happier by doing that gratitude practice constantly. Tip number three, my favourite, and I say it so, so often, get off social media when it's not helping you or just cut down it in general. So many people just say how anxious they're feeling and not feeling great about themselves, yet they continue to use social media. Now, why is that? Because we're addicted. We get boosts of dopamine from looking at our phone, looking at the text, looking at messages coming up, thinking something positive might be coming. And social media therefore can become addictive, but at the same time, it can make us start comparing ourselves to others, seeing that, oh, someone may landed five clients in a month and made a hundred thousand pounds, if that was even possible. But you know, these are the kind of things that said, it starts to make us think, oh, we need to move faster. There's all this competition against us. We need to progress. And I've been there so many times. I've looked at all other authors, I've looked at all other coaches out there and thought, wow, they're so far along the line, I'm not doing very well. But that's what happens when you start looking at social media, or there's not even business that could be personal. So you might be looking at someone else who's got this happy holiday, well, not so much holidays at this, at this lockdown time, but you see, you go and see all these people living these happy lives and you think, oh, they've got it great when actually they're just showing the good parts of their life. And therefore, social media can trick you into doing that. But when you're in your zone, you're focusing or you're doing something you enjoy and you're not in social media as much, you can really, really connect. And again, it links to being present, but connect with where you are and become happier in doing what you're doing. I've honestly lost track of the news because I've been so busy working on my coaching, which I absolutely love, or my writing. And that's not focusing on social media. I mean, I do use social media because I use it to connect with people and that's quite a part of what I do. But when I'm chilling out, I will not be aimlessly scrolling at what other people are doing because that's not gonna help me. So that's my next tip. Reduce your social media hours when you don't need it. Okay, a question for you to journal today. I want you to think, what is really stopping you from being happy? And then just write it out and think, what can you do to overcome that? And it might take you some time, but just sit there for five minutes, even if the answer doesn't get you straight away. Because the brain has a tendency of when you ask it a question, it will look for the answer. It might not have it straight away. But if you start journaling that question, what is stopping me from being happy? And how can I overcome this? Positively framing it, then it's going to look for the answer. So I want you to journal that question today. And also comment, comment if you've got any suggestions for anyone else how to um, overcome these challenges. Tip number four, focus your efforts on what you were doing and the joy of it rather than the outcome. 
So it's great to set goals. It's great to have a journey. And that's what you want in life because you want to feel a purpose, a sense of fulfillment, and certainly for me anyway. And I'm sure you do too. You want to feel like a joy or something to look forward to that you're working towards. If you're watching this channel, hopefully you do. But going back to what I said, there's a sense of moving away from the present moment if you're looking too far forward in the future and you start to get really reliant on results. You start to think, oh, I've not made as many sales as I'd like to. I've not got as many followers as I'd like to and those aren't necessarily the right things to look for. Or I've not made as much money as I'd like to. I've not got the score in my test that I wanted to. But when we start focusing too much on those things, we, we're we looking at things that are actually outside our control. What's better is to think about what you can focus your efforts on. So if you've got a score system of you need to write this many words a day for your book or you need to engage with this many people to you know, build a network or community or group on Facebook. If you've got those those targets for yourself and what you can focus on, it's going to make you feel a lot more empowered and therefore happier that you can achieve your goal rather than waiting on an outcome. Obviously, we do want to achieve goals and outcomes and we can't necessarily control the outcome, but it's always important to remember that and just focus on what you can do and enjoy what you're doing in the moment. And my final tip is don't let perfection ruin your life. Perfection is a thing many, many people suffer with. I've experienced myself, I've heard people say it, they say, oh, I want it to be perfect. Well, perfection doesn't exist. You can't be perfect. The best people in the world in their areas are not perfect. They've made mistakes, they've failed. You've just got to remember that. You've got to accept, when you can accept you're going to make mistakes, you're not going to always get everything as great as you want it to, then you're going to feel a lot happier because you don't have these excessively high expectations hanging over you. You just know that you've tried your best and you can feel good about that. So remember, perfection doesn't exist and accept that people and yourself will make mistakes because we're human. And to be happy, you've got to accept that life isn't perfect as well, not just in yourself, that bad things are going to happen. When something bad's happened or a setback, it's not even been that bad. In the past, I just thought, oh, this is rubbish. Oh, I hate life. And I've started to feel bad as a result rather than accepting these things will come. And then I, I have the opportunity to plan my actions accordingly to respond to setbacks. And remember, you've always got a choice on how you respond to challenges and things coming your way. So it's about accepting things aren't perfect, accepting mistakes are going to happen from you in life, accepting bad things are going to happen to you because life is not perfect. But knowing you can take action to respond to these kind of challenges. So today I've talked a lot about how you can use some tips and things to remember for being happy. But actually, I've got a free article you can read if you go onto my website, johnnypardo.com, which is about how you can stop comparing yourself to others and looking for external validation for a self-esteem booster, as I called the article. Hope you like the title. 
So yeah, once again, that's available on my website. Just go on to johnnypardo.com. Just a reference of my sources, go on to my website, johnnypardo.com, and I'm on various social media. Just type in Johnny Pardo, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. I'm also available on Amazon. So keep being happy, guys, but keep doing happy because then you'll become happy by default when you keep taking actions that are consistent with the feeling of being happy. Catch you soon.